my dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You're listening to Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru here in South Australia and I'm currently ministering at... Um, Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church as well as Sinai Seventh-day Adventist Church uh, here in the conference uh, in South Australia uh, of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. I'm so delighted to be here actually today. We've had quite a warm weather but I'm so happy to be in the studio where we've got uh, aircon uh, on and uh, the, you know it's quite cool in here so we thank God for these for his providence and uh, and for for the aircon that we have here. My friend I don't know where you're listening from from, but um, I just want to wish you a good day, and uh, in fact, it's, it's, it's getting late now here in South Australia. We're around uh, five o'clock uh, and, uh, and five minutes, but I have someone special in the studio. It's our regular uh, co-host, Helen, and uh, we'll introduce her in a minute, but let me just tell you that our Bible theme uh, for this week has been the Bible, Jesus and and times. And uh, the topic, however, for today is apocalyptic books. Should they scare me? That's the question. Apocalypt- apocalyptic books. Should they scare me? Oh, that was quite a, quite mouthful. But, uh, once again, we have our regular co-host, Helen Gray. Uh, Helen, welcome to the studio. Thank you very much, Fabiana. Uh, how are Great you feeling? Don't think that was about <laughs> No, I'm fine, thank That's you. Good. My, my good. throat's a bit funny, but here uh, we are. No, I, hey, praise God. I, I'm thankful that you could be here. You know, I've yes. enjoyed Helen's Bible studies. You know, we, you know, we've been able to cover, uh, you know, Bible study, but from an in-depth point of view, and we've been able to find a practical application to some of the studies that we've been having here on Faith FM. And, you know, if you're a regular Faith FM uh, listener, um, you probably have heard of Helen a number of times, and you can testify that, uh, you know, she gives a really good Bible study, and we are thankful for that. Now, Helen, what is happening ministry-wise uh, Tell us, where are you ministering? Any wonderful opportunities? Um, uh, currently, yeah. I'm up at uh, Birdwood Okay. Um, in the capacity of pastoral care worker, That's right. Bible worker evangelist. Yeah, um, wow, that's a lot of titles. Yeah, well, it is. <laughs> and, of course, COVID has kind of stopped us a lot, mm-hmm. um, especially from face-to-face contact. That's right. But we're excited. Yeah. Um, a group of us have been together and discussing what are we going to do that's right. regarding um, the community and meeting the needs in the community. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in the process of um, trying to to involve all the church folk, total yeah. member involvement. Oh, that's and, right. And um, yeah. we've got active workers and um, passive workers, passive workers being those that are praying. Mm. Active workers, of course, coming along and help us run some program. That's right. We've got a survey that we're hoping to do around the um, community. Yeah. And just to find out what their actual needs are so we can run programs of a fitting. Yeah. The one that we're considering starting off with, we'll have what we call our Healthy Friends Night, mm. which is... Um, to do with the nutrition and mm-hmm. uh, lectures on on the eight laws of health, really. Okay. And um, and then we'll go into probably a forgive to live program. There's a yeah. lot of people who have trouble with that, and maybe a depression one after. That's Not right. that we want to give people depression, but <laughs> but it's known as a recovery course as well. So we're getting All quite right. excited about All what right. we're planning on doing up there. We've got a new minister yeah. this year, Pastor Eric Crowell. Right. Right. And um, yes, he's right on board with us as well. So mm. that's great. A great group of people out there if anybody ever wants to visit us mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. at Birdwood we'd love to have you come wonderful Birdwood is situated in the beautiful you know country area you know uh, of South Australia in the hills right Adelaide yes. Hills is part of Adelaide Hills and um, a place that I would love to be one day you know <laughs> but it's really good now I'm so thankful that you could tune in dear friend we have wonderful programs that are recorded from week to week and if you ever miss a a certain presentation, uh, you can always go to faithfm.com.au and just look at the program titled Big Q&A. And um, 
we cover a variety of subjects and we'll be interested actually to hear from you if you have a question if you um uh if you like us to cover maybe a certain subject uh, that you might be interested in that you know a biblical subject or you know or, or have a question regarding what's happening in the world and what the bible has to say um we would love to hear from you dear friend we do have a number that you can actually send uh, your message to and that is Zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven. In fact, right now you could even actually text us and let us know where you're listening from, and so we know that hey, we have someone out there listening, and uh, the number is still the same zero four double eight double eight. 0811. Just let us know where you're listening from and maybe your first name and we'll be, yeah, we'll be glad to hear from you. And so, dear friend, we've got a lot of things that scare us from time to time. When I was young, I was scared to go outside in the dark because obviously who knew, you know, who, at that time I, I had this kind of thought in my head that, hey, if I go outside, there might be, you know, this and that. And sometimes, I don't know if you've ever had these moments, but I've had times when I was young, of course, when, when I would go outside and I would look at a certain tree and it looked like there was something in the tree. So when, you know, we, 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 we are humans and uh, we, it's we, called imagination. Imaginations. That's right. Now, some people, when they're reading the book of the Bible titled Revelation or even the book of Daniel, maybe a little bit of the book of Ezekiel, they freak out when they read some of the some of the symbols and imageries that are brought out uh, in those books. For example, in the book of Revelation, it speaks about a dragon. And uh, if you keep on reading, it speaks about the dragon chasing a woman. You know, it sounds like a Hollywood film, but scary though. And then, uh, if you continue on reading, you hear about the number 666. Uh, and, uh, so there are a lot of symbols in the book of Revelation. And, uh, at times, it can be very confusing for some. Uh, and if you go back to the book of Daniel, these are prophetic books. Uh, you find other symbols such as a, a beast out of the sea. Oh, and he had 10 horns. And, you know, so there are biblical symbols and imageries that, that, uh, that, uh, we sometimes, uh, are found in scripture. And sometimes we want to know what what the meaning is to some of these things. Let me ask maybe, Helen, the first time you read the book of Revelation, uh, how did you find it? Well, I actually didn't read it the first time. Okay. I got it presented at a mission. Ah, right. And um, a lot of it was way over my head. Mm. But I actually had nightmares that night. Okay. And um, so, yeah, there were some scary passages, and mm-hmm. I guess a lot of people find that as well. Mm. Um it's kind of not very comforting when you read that there's going to be a time of trouble such as never was. That's right. You know, yes, there are vicious beasts, mm-hmm. as you've mentioned. That's right. Um, but I believe that fear is not the purpose of, of those books. That's I right. believe it was rather mm-hmm. that in the prophetic books there is a warning and a hope. And a hope. Yeah. Right. And hopefully today we will also, before we finish, share some Bible passages to help banish that fear. Exactly. And uh Dear listener, we've got a wonderful lesson today. And, you know, the title, once again, for today's presentation is uh, Apocalyptic Books. Should they scare me? Maybe, Helen, why don't you help us understand what the word apocalyptic actually means? Uh, and and then we'll, we'll take it from there. Before we do, how about we have yes. a word of prayer? Yes, that's mind, right. Let's pray. pray. Yes, let us Thank pray. You. Father in heaven, we are thankful and grateful for the privilege of prayer. We ask that the Holy Spirit will lead us into truth and understanding. Prayer is the key. Lord, prayer is the key that, uh, that, that brings to us many answers. And we are so thankful that we could actually have this wonderful time to study your word. Uh, we pray that uh, you'll be with those who are listening. And we also pray that you'll be with Helen as she leads out. Our prayer is that we would all be led and that we would all be filled with your Holy Spirit. This is a humble prayer we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Okay. To start with, mm-hmm. do you know how to spell? 
Apocalyptic. Yeah. <laughs> Stop cheating. R- Stop cheating. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is quite a big word. <laughs> it's not a word that we find, though, in the Bible, is it? No, no. No, uh, no. But, it, I did, but we use it uh, yes, in theological and discussions. Yeah, yeah and yeah. the Bible does actually have different kinds of prophecy. Mm. But, and apocalyptic prophecy is one kind. But according to the dictionary, mm-hmm. apocalyptic refers to describing or prophesying the complete destruction of the world. Right. Okay. Now, that's probably enough to scare anybody. That, that is. Yeah, and you've already mentioned that there are some apocalyptic prophets. Mm. We've got Daniel, Ezekiel, Zechariah, and Revelation. That's right. that's right. They're all apocalyptic prophets. Yeah. Mm. So, so, so if you were to simply that, simplify that for a child, what is apocalyptic? Um, exactly what I just said. Something to do with end times. Yes, the end right, time, right. the destruction at the end of the world. Ah, right. You know? Interesting. Okay. Well, well, this world cannot go on forever. Yeah. Especially yeah, in the state yeah. we're in now. Okay. So, mm-hmm. should apocalyptic books scare me? Well, I guess ultimately no. Okay. When when you get to the point of understanding and being enlightened by the Holy Spirit. Okay. The fear goes. Mm. Fear goes. I had somebody ask me not very long ago um, with things that were happening in the world, and she said, are you frightened? I said, no. Mm. She said, why not? I said, because I know God is in control. Right. And uh, I have assurance from Scripture Mm -hmm. that he will never leave me nor forsake me. Mm. And so that's what I hang on to. But it's really interesting that when we look around today, we can see so much in the fulfillment of the prophecies in Scripture that's right. that gives us the encouragement that we, we need. That's right. Well, that's, that's really good. You know, Helen, there's a film that was produced not long ago, and the film was titled The Eleventh Hour. And uh, not a film, rather a documentary. And in this documentary, you have different scientists well-known scientists, including, you know, Richard, Daw- Richard Dawkins, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. And in that book, The 11th Hour, we've got also Leonardo DiCaprio. I believe that's his name. <laughs> you can tell I don't watch, uh, uh, you know, these Hollywood films much, or maybe at all. Um, but he is a well-known person, uh, very popular, and he is the host of this documentary. Now, if I was to just summarize what is being the message that is coming out of this documentary is that there is an apocalypse coming and they are saying this world is getting worse and worse and this world cannot continue any longer in its current state. And they're saying, well, we've got a solution for you. It is you and me taking care of Mother Nature, as they call it, this planet. So they believe that the way to escape the apocalypse, in their own terms, of course, is, you know, out of our own will, doing something. But does scripture, speaking about the apocalypse and the end times and the, you know, the final, uh, um, hours of eighth history and how everything is going to round up together, where does Bible actually point us to? Because obviously this can be overwhelming and maybe uh, people can maybe start looking to themselves to find a solution. But where ultimately does Scripture point us to as we think about To God. This? Yeah, it is to God. Absolutely right. to God. It's interesting you should bring out what you said. Jacques Cousteau, who mm. was a marine biologist, Okay. Um, over 30 years ago now, made a statement that mm. this, our... Um, our world could not be sustainable because yeah. he was under the water, you know, and looking okay. at all these things. Yeah. He said it will be lucky to last another 30 years. Right. Well, right. it has gone 30 years <laughs> okay. as far as I know. But I tell you what, when you see how damaged this world is and, um, you mm. know, ultimately it was because of the great controversy way mm. back in the beginning and, and the sin that came into this world. And the ground was also cursed. That's and right. we're told that it's, the earth is now like a woman in labor. That's right. And, um, you know, labor pains are sort of starting. Mm. And so, yeah, we th- should have thought of looking after our um, planet a long time ago. That's right. Um, God, actually, that was one of the things he told Adam and Eve to do, mm. to take care mm. of it. Mm. Um, but... Unfortunately, um, yeah, 
people have taken a lot for granted. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it is very good to try and do that. But without God, mm-hmm. we're not going to succeed. Now, yeah. we've got a wonderful study, dear friend. Please stay tuned because we're going to explore this question, actually, uh, of uh, apocalyptic uh, uh, books and passages in Scripture and 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 try to see what Scripture has to say to us, whether we should be fearful or not. Before we actually go into an in-depth study, I just I just would like to uh, take a moment of um, you know a short break. Maybe you grab a pen and paper because we are going to to be discovering wonderful good news from Scripture. And if you happen to be driving, this is time to prepare yourself. So, my friends, stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Drive Time Big Q and A on Faith FM. Text in on 0488 808 11. That's 0488 808 11. Welcome back, dear friend. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time. This is the show where we uh, respond to difficult questions concerning the Bible and uh, faith, religion, and con- you know, and other interesting questions that may arise from time to time. Friend, I would like to uh, offer you a um, a free offer for this week. It is the Amazing Facts Hidden Truth. Magazine. If you actually send in your contact details to zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven, we will send this amazing facts hidden truth magazine to you. And uh, while we are still at this, actually, let me also speak to you about a program which is running at Mosson Lakes at the Denison Center uh, every Saturday, and this is the program titled Forgive to Live. And it's a program you won't want to miss, my friend. It is actually going to be, uh, it has been organized by uh, one of our Faith FM uh, hosts, uh, Nick Critter. And not only that, if you happen to be in the areas of Brighton, oh, there's a lot happening in the area, especially here in South Australia, there is a wonderful Bible study program, an in-depth presentation uh, uh, of Bible topics by one of our hosts once again, uh, Gary Hodgkin. And um, uh, the the street is 10 Amelia Street uh, uh, there in Brighton. It's in Hove. In Hove, all right. And so Monday evenings at 6.30 p.m. at the Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church, Plan to be there, my friend. Wonderful, wonderful studies which are, have been planned uh, uh, for those who might be in the area. And so, friend, welcome again to Faith FM. We had just taken a break, but we are going to plunge into this topic about the ap- 
you know, apocalyptic, um, what do we call it? Uh, apocalyptic books. And the question is, should they scare us? Now, Helen, lead us into this discussion. Uh, share with us uh, regarding uh, these apocalyptic books and whether they should scare us or not. Okay. Um, yeah. It's interesting, Fabiano, that um, sometimes I've even heard pastors say, don't read Revelation. Nobody can understand it. Right. I remember I went to a church one day to preach and mm-hmm. um, one of the members came up and said, you're not going to preach on Revelation, are you? I said, why? Oh, don't want to go that way. Really? And I thought, I was shocked. I was really shocked. Okay. You know, yes, it is true. You open the book of Revelation, you'll see a woman on a beast, with mm. the beast with seven heads. Mm. Um, obviously, it's a symbol. Mm-hmm. You get a woman who's standing on the moon, clothed with sun and 12 stars above her head. Mm. The dragon's trying to eat the baby. Sounds like a horrific fairy tale. That's right. You Sounds know? like a Hollywood film. Yeah. It's scary. And you get creatures around the throne of God. One's got a head like a lion, another was like a calf, another like a man and another like an eagle. Right. And if you go to Ezekiel, it says that they're all full of eyes. Well, <laughs> you know, you get a lamb with seven eyes. Have you ever seen that? No, definitely not. But no. if I did see one, I would definitely run run for my life. No, you get your camera out, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> but what about the strange beasts you mentioned before that come up? Some not even able to liken to anything we've seen. And I hmm. said, look at the picture, because I had a picture right. which was man's interpretation, and I okay. left it at home. I'm sorry. You've possibly seen this beast with iron teeth and, and iron claws and has all these heads. Yeah. And, and that can be scary for anybody. No wonder I had nightmares the first time that I actually saw Mm, but the message mm, of mm. Revelation uh-huh. is actually an apocalyptic prophecy. That's right. But God gives spiritual truths through using symbols. Okay. Sometimes they're wild symbols, mm-hmm. illustrations, mm-hmm. allegories. But And Daniel is also one of those apocalyptic prophecies. Okay. And you will see in there that there's goats with four horns, beasts mm. with iron claws, mm. and you see a lot of really strange pictures in there. Right. By the way, have you ever seen a leopard with wings? Four wings? I haven't. No, it's a bit hard. It's, it's a bit hard to even imagine, isn't That's it? That's right. But Helen, so what you're saying, just so I understood you correctly, is that these are symbols. Yes, they're symbols. And maybe you will share with us how we get uh, to understand the meaning yes. behind all this. All right. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make that clear. So these are symbols. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. In the past few years, we've seen a remarkable fulfillment of several apocalyptic prophecies. It's kind of an exciting and thrilling and faith-building to witness that. But it's also sobering for fulfilled prophecies indicate that the remaining last-day prophecies are soon to follow. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. Fabiano, some Christians do not want to face the coming reality of the prophecy of Revelation, especially chapter 13. And um, maybe you'd like to read that for us, chapter 13, verse one to three. That's right. While I'm turning to chapter 13, I'd just like to acknowledge that Maggie from uh, Queensland uh, has uh, uh, sent us a text message, and, and it's good to know that uh, Maggie is listening, and she's requested a copy of that free magazine. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful magazine. Thanks oh, for tuning in. it is a great in. magazine. Yeah, thanks mm. for tuning in, Maggie. And, uh, yeah, if anyone else would like a free copy of that magazine, just send us your contact details to 048888. 0811. Revelation chapter 13, you said, Helen. Yes, 1 to 3. 1 to 3. And I read here from the new, uh, from the ESV. All right. Uh, I'm used to, <laughs> to reading, to reading the New King James. All right. Uh, Revelation chapter 13, verse 1 to 3. All right. I'm having a little bit of technical difficulties. I think I'm going to have to switch, uh, to another Bible. Just bear with me here. Um, here it is. It's good that we have technology. You know, today you can actually do things much quicker. Saves your time. Here it is. Then I stood on the stand, on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard, his feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it were, as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world marveled and followed the beast. 
Interesting. That is interesting. But when you actually look at that, and, yeah. and look, we haven't got time, unfortunately, to go mm. through each of these, but, mm. you know, when some people look at that, they think, oh, that's pretty frightening, isn't it? That's right. It's a frightening prophecy. It but almost sounds like an beast will invade this planet because it says uh, well, you've, you have the seen world. too many films I think <laughs> yeah. unfortunately it, I don't remember the last time I watched things like this but hey <laughs> you know, if we, we yeah. do learn how yeah. to interpret or the Bible interprets wonderful itself. that's good news but mm-hmm. you know when you, when you see here we mentioned before the beast looked like a leopard it had the feet of a bear the mouth of a lot mm. mm. Yes, yes, keep going. Mouth of a lion. Yes, we just thought we weren't hearing you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know, and, and when you look at all that, that, that language is used in Daniel right. as well as Revelation. And there's a, there's a, you know, you need to study those two books together. Together. And okay. it's amazing. In fact, it was a study of Daniel mm. that brought me in to study the Bible more. Right. When I saw the prophecies that were there, right. I saw them being fulfilled. Okay. And, um, you know, with nations and what have you, and history was bearing it out. That just blew my mind. Yeah. But anyway, let's, let's get back here again. Mm-hmm. Um, that actual um, passage you read, yeah. it, it's, predicting, it's predicting that a coalition of religious and political powers will align under the leadership right. of the Antichrist beast mm-hmm. to cast the world into a boiling cauldron of affliction. Mm. And Daniel 12, verse 1. Yes. Have you got that one there? Daniel 12, verse 1. It says, At that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands... Let me read that again. At that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And uh, there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered... Everyone who is found written in the book. I remember reading um, a report from Pastor Doug Batchel once. Okay. And he was saying that he had a person who was in a wheelchair mm. say, what's going to happen to those people that are chronically ill or mm. paralyzed at mm. the end of time? Mm. Because they were very frightened. They couldn't mm-hmm. run like everybody else and mm-hmm. what have you. And he was saying, God knows each person. He knows their heart. And some, we're even told in scripture that some will be allowed to go to sleep in death mm. and be woken, you know, afterwards so they don't have to go through the time, the of, time trouble. of trouble. So it's That's like right. God is sort of, you know, covering all bases here, if you like to the, say, say yeah, it that way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is pretty hard when they suggest that tribulation will be worse than we can imagine. Mm. Uh, if you've gone through tribulation and trial, mm. it's going to be pretty scary to think it's going to be a lot worse. That's right. Obviously, the human nature doesn't want to think of that. Mm. And But I guess, obviously, God has some reassuring message in his word. Yeah, mm. and, and, and since he has told us in advance... That means he knows what's coming. He can get us through that so yes. we, we can have hope uh, in God. I've got a friend who has a poster on her wall at work and it said, nothing's going to happen today that God and I can't handle together. Mm, and mm. I thought, how true is that? You know, right. With the future <clears throat> so bleak, we can appreciate why some have chosen to remain ignorant about last day events. Mm. You know, imagining, well, if I don't look at it, it's not going to happen. It'll go away. But mm. I'm sorry, I really have to say that no one can stop the end of the world from coming. Mm. It will happen. It's been prophesied, yeah. and God keeps His word. Well, I guess you you're going to tell us to focus on God's love for, you know, God's love instead of the scary things throughout the the lesson, isn't it? Well, yes, we should focus on the love of God. You're quite right for sinners and the true security that comes from making Him Lord and Savior of our life. Mm. However, we should also give attention to the warnings okay. of the Spirit concerning the last days. Mm-hmm. And without a doubt, we do not want to be found worshiping the beast. Mm. That's know, right. That's right. We must first understand that the final conflict will be over worship. Worship. And All the right. Bible predicts a time when the beast will gain immense political influence mm-hmm. and. From this position of authority, he will force people to worship him. So it's all about worship. Mm-hmm. All right. You're right. Can Revelation? You, yeah, Revelation. Revelation 13. chapter 13, verse 15 to 17. Mm. All right. I kind of knew you were heading in this direction. Uh, Revelation cha- chapter 13, from verse 15 to 17, it says, He was granted power to give birth to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast 
to be killed and causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's what you're reading is so right. Hmm. But God mercifully warns hmm. people against the beast mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. urges them to worship him, right. worship God as That's creator. Right. That's right. What what do you believe the word dragon means in Scripture? Well, the Bible actually tells us in Revelation chapter 12, and I could find the verse, it says that the dragon, the old serpent, which is Satan, the devil. So we do have an answer from Scripture. So yeah. Scripture unlocks itself, just like you were telling us before that the book of Daniel and Revelation, once you study them together, you know, the Bible explains itself. Yeah, mm, that's it's kind of like a hand mm. and a glove, isn't it? That's right, that's um, right. But we have got warning from, from Christ. In Revelation 14, 6 to 10, you mm. probably do know about this. but Yeah, um, it speaks about three angels, isn't it? It does, yeah, it does. Yeah. Because, you know, God, God here is warning us, but he's also urging us to worship him as the creator. And these three angels are messages that are going out to the world now. Mm. And what does the first message tell us? Well, the first message actually says, uh, what I like actually about the first message is that it is... uh, depicted as an angel flying, you know, throughout the whole world. So really it's a message, the, the, the everlasting gospel going throughout the whole world. And it says actually, fear God, give him glory, uh, for the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made heaven and earth. So really it's a message calling us to reverence God, to remember the true creator and to actually worship him. Because the chapter before that, we've just been told that there's going to be, you know, the enemy, Satan and his alliance Who's going to be seeking for worship So God says hey hey, Remember the true God Yes So the issue is really about worship That's right That's right right. You know um, That gives me comfort Because when we go to Revelation 14, 12 Mm. There is a a group of people We call a remnant A remnant And can you share with us what that is That's right Revelation chapter 14 verse 12 uh, It reads Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Obviously, this comes after... The, the events which yes. you're talking about. But yeah. this to me gives me hope, as mm. it should to other people, as to why we should not be frightened. Mm-hmm. You know, God's saints, yeah. which hopefully are going to be you and I and, and everyone who's given their hearts to go yeah. up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Learn, we've learned from experience that God keeps his promises. Amen. And I can testify to that. Amen. You know, they've learned that he loves them unconditionally. Mm-hmm. He accepts them where they are and gives mm-hmm. them power for victory and obedience yes. and God's saints have settled into the truth that God yes. is a faithful creator Amen. but I'd like to ask you a question please, mm. how can we demonstrate such faith and trust in God Fabiana? In Demonstrating faith and trust in God. In this day and age Yeah, that's a good question but I believe Helen, first and foremost Jesus said peace I live with you not, not, as, not like the world gives so first and foremost, it is the peace that God has given us that uh, becomes like an anchor mm-hmm. uh, for us in terms of trouble and in terms when we do not understand what's happening. We just simply trust that what Jesus has said is true. So it is a trusting faith. And um, But can we show by our actions? I mean, that's we, right. we've got that knowledge. That's right. Well, but how do we put that into we are, day? We are actually taught in the, even in the same verse we just read, uh, chapter 14, verse 12. Here's the patience of the saints. But, but then it tells us uh, something about these saints. They are those who keep the commandments of God. So they are following what God has revealed His will, Amen. you know, through our scripture. Mm-hmm. And they have the faith of Jesus. They believe in Jesus and what He's doing for us as our greatest, as our great high priest in that the work of salvation which He has begun, He will bring it to fruition. So faith and the living faith which is evidenced by you know, their life of, uh, of obedience. That's yeah, so, so true. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to go through a judgment as well, aren't we? That's right. That's right. You know, we're told that the judgment that's right. has come. Yes. Um, but the experience God wants his people to have in the judgment hour mm. is one of truly trusting him as a creator, 
committing ourselves to him by doing his will. Mm. And I remember um, I was privileged to do a sermon, I think it was at Wistow, (laughs) and I took it on the judgment is good news. Because a lot of people look at the judgment and they think, no, no, you know, I don't want to go through the judgment or I'm not ready or whatever. Mm. But in actual fact, the judgment is good news if you've committed yourself That's to right. God. That's you right. know, God wants us to be convinced of his faithfulness and to obey him yes. based on the conviction. And yeah. that's where the where it says that such persons are called saints in that Revelation 14, mm. 12. I just thought I'd go back and just mention, right. mention that. That's right. Well, Helen, mm-hmm. we have covered quite a wonderful, uh, you know, a wealth of, a wealth of information. Yes. Wonderful Bible truths, which helps us to understand not only that uh, some of these imageries in the Bible are symbols leading us to truth, helping us to understand God's will. You know, God used this symbolic, uh, um, Message in order to convey greater truths and maybe to even conceal and protect, you know, his word there. Uh, but we want to take a short break and we'll be right back. We want to just take time to meditate on what we have just heard. And, uh, dear friend, do not go away. And I would just like to acknowledge that, you know, those who have texted in, we, we, we are thankful that you have tuned in and, uh, we know that Nada, who's listening there from, uh, New South Wales, uh, as well as, uh, you know, a few others as well who have texted in. And we are so thankful that, uh, that you are listening and uh, we acknowledge, uh, your presence, uh, and you tuning in. So may God continue leading and guiding. Now let us quickly take a short break and we'll be right back. Thank you so much. Let us know your thoughts on 04888 808811. That's 04888-808-811. Eight oh eight double one. Peace for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thine. Uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness, mm-hmm. and I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. No car? No problem. Go to faithfm.com.au and tune into your local station anytime and anywhere. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru and our co-host today is Helen Gray. Helen is a regular co-host on this radio program, my friend, a very dedicated student of the Bible. We have enjoyed studying with Helen and... Today in particular, we are covering the theme, the Bible and the end times. And the topic for today is apocalypse, apocalyptic books, should they scare me? And we have covered a wealth of information, uh, you know, highlighting, you know, different uh, points here. But we do have a free offer uh, for those who might be tuning in uh, just right now. It is the Amazing Facts Hidden Truth Magazine. If you send us your contact details to 048-88-0811. The number is 048-88-0811. We will be more than happy to send that uh, that free offer to you. Now, let me once again come back to uh, to Helen 
please, Helen, you know, once again, um, help us understand, uh, you know, how we can demonstrate faith and trust in God. I know we had just touched a bit on that. Maybe you can, you know, help us once again by emphasizing that and then move on with our study. Okay. Thanks, mm. Fabiano. Through the break time, I was thinking of how do we demonstrate it. I think one thing is that we don't compromise mm. when it comes to God. That's right. Um, I remember when we were in Papua New Guinea, my... Um, ex-husband he he was very well grounded in the lord yeah and um when we got the the work before we went into missionary work he was working with ansett airlines and he let them know that he couldn't work on from friday sunset Mm. to saturday sunset and it didn't matter um what was going on okay he couldn't do that and he wouldn't compromise Mm. god blessed us amazingly for that and i think sometimes we do tend to compromise and we think it's all right with god but that's Mm. only one step taking us down the wrong way that's right but in conclusion of the section we did perhaps there may be some fabiano that have has not yet studied daniel and revelation in depth Mm. and they're confused about all these symbols and um, what it means coming up to the end of the world so i'd like to say if anyone is out there listening and i'm sure there are yes they are um if you would like to study these apocalyptic messages text us with your name address and phone number Mm. and just say you would like to study Mm. we'll be extremely happy and willing to share studies with you amen and it would be all from the bible although confirmed by history as well Mm. so fabiana can you give out that phone number again please yes the phone number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven it's 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 a it's a number that is hard to forget zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven it's quite interesting, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Yes. 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 Take us through these, uh, okay. this uh, this wonderful study, Helen. It's quite an interesting study. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to go on. I mean, look, I would love to go into in-depth on, yes. on this apocalyptic prophecy mm-hmm. very much, but we don't have the time yeah, that's um, right. on the radio mm. in the short time we've got now. But I hope, I hope it really has sparked an interest and not a fear. Yes. But, you know, on this rapidly decaying planet where bad things do happen 24-7, Mm. It is easy to get up, get caught up in an unhealthy pattern of giving in to fearful thoughts. That's right. God doesn't want us to be controlled by fear, Fabiano. He desires that we conquer our fears by trusting in Him. Mm-hmm. And so I thought we would um, conclude out today with several texts that I've written out here. And if we can do this, this would be great. So that people, maybe you can write down these texts and yes. you can study them mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. maybe even memorize them. So would you like to start off with Psalm 34, 4, please? Psalms 34, verse 4. Mm-hmm. And it reads, verse 4, mm-hmm. uh, it says, I sought the Lord and he heard me. And delivered me from all my fears. Wow. Mm. Hey, that's pretty good, isn't it? That's right. You know, if we seek his presence and his will, God will give us the courage for whatever we face in life. That is very true. What about that's Matthew wonderful. eight twenty six? Matthew chapter 8, verse 26. And here it is. It actually says, But he said to them, Why are you fearful, or you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. Jesus has the power to dispel your fears and bring Amen. a great calm to your life. Amen. And I have seen this power. I, it's just amazing when you actually can see the power over the elements That's right. that um, God has. That's right. I could imagine those disciples were just uh, totally, absolutely amazed. They were fishermen mm. who knew what storms were like. And they've been on the sea. They'd been on the sea nearly all their life. And yet this was a storm Mm. that came out of nowhere for them, literally. Mm -hmm. And they Mm -hmm. were absolutely terrified. Mm. And Mm. we're no different to them. We get terrified as well. But that was a beautiful text you shared. What about Isaiah 41.10? Isaiah? This is one of my favorites. All right. Isaiah 41.10. Here it is. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Fear not, I am with you. Be not... Dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. 
Fantastic. You know, God is with us at all times and is a constant source of strength. Mm. While we're reading those, another one has come into my mind, Mm. and um, I'm just trying to remember. It's in Psalms, and it says in the psalm, it says, Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night. Psalm 91, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side. And only with thine eyes shalt thou see the reward of the wicked. I remember coming home one night, one very night late, up in Papua New Guinea from in the Highlands. Mm. Not a good time for a woman on her own to be driving. My husband was away, and I had had to travel up to the school, which was mm. about five kilometres away, I think, from where we were living. But it was hills, and it was dark, mm. and I had to go up to lead the choir. And on the way home, certain things were happening around, and I was starting to fear. And I remembered Psalm 91, and I felt so calm and so peaceful. Mm. You know, God wow. is there. He's right there beside us. Now, what about Proverbs three twenty-five and 26? That's right. Proverbs 3. 25 and 26. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 25 to 26. It says, uh, 25 to 26? Yeah. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Well, isn't that a great promise? Oh, that is a great promise. We need to be assured that even in the scary situation, God is right beside us to Mm. help us. 1 John 4.18. Yes, 1 John 4.18. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, it reads, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Well, that's a great one. Let God fill our hearts with his love. Keep Mm. focusing on him and your fears. They will just go. That's right. Psalm 27.1. Psalms 27.1. And here it is. Psalms 27 verse 1. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is strength is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Wow. We have the most powerful being in the universe as our defender. That's right. And really, you know, we have no one to fear. Let's move on quickly before we finish Psalm 46, 1 and 2. Yes. Psalms 46 verse 1 and 2. It reads, God is our refuge and strength, a very pleasant help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. How applicable. You know, through tumultuous events, we can put our faith in God, Mm. and He will always be there. He'll be our security. Romans 8, 15. That's right. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Verse 15, and it reads, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. So when you become a child of God, he actually breaks those bonds of fear. Mm. John, four, we've only got two to go. John fourteen twenty seven. John 14, verse 27. 27. And here it is. It says, Peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Isn't that just beautiful? Wow, that's quite amazing. If you let him, Jesus will give you that peace. Mm. It is more powerful than any fear. Amen. And our last one today is 2 Timothy 1 7. Second Timothy, meaning this is the second letter written to Timothy by the Apostle Paul, chapter 2, verse 7. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Second Timothy chapter two verse seven. Chapter one verse seven. All right. Let us <laughs> let us read the first letter written to Timothy, chapter one. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, chapter one verse seven. So first Timothy chapter one verse seven. All right. Desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor the things which they affirm. All right. Now, let me just explain. This is God's desire for all his children. Hearts Mm. not controlled by fear, Mm. but by his love and power, resulting in sensible, logical thoughts Mm. and cognitive clarity. Right. That is quite amazing. Thanks for sharing, Helen. Why not bring your fears to God right now? His word confirms that he brings 
uh, he longs to help you manage any fear in your life today. Well, my friend, we are going to pray. And just a quick thought. The introduction to the book of Revelation says it's a revelation of Jesus Christ. And my prayer will be that as we pray that Jesus uh, will reveal himself to you anew once again. Can I just add there that when Daniel was given the visions Mm. uh, about the end time, he was told to shut up the book till the time of the end. Mm -hmm. I believe that this is the time of the end that we're in. Yes. Because God has given us the um, ability to understand through the Holy Spirit what was shut up back then. And and Daniel didn't understand it all back then. That's right. But I believe that knowledge has increased. Yes, it has. Men are running to and fro and he's given us this enlightenment. So I just... I just praise him for that. That's right. Well, dear friend, let us pray together. Father in heaven, creator of this universe, you who is, who was, and is to come, honor and glory be to your name. We are thankful for your word and the prophecies which predict the future, which reveals to us that you understand everything, what has been and what will be. Father, our desire is to know you better, more, per, more uh, to know you, to know you more personally. And I do pray that you may be with those who had tuned in today. Give us a new revelation of Jesus. May we know him, uh, and may we know or take at least um, an interest in learning of his word. And we pray that as we study even in these apocalyptic books that we will see Jesus. As we study these symbols that we will see more and more of Jesus and that we may be drawn closer to him. Father, our desire is to know you individually and to be in a serving relationship with Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. My prayer is that that you may be with those who are Faced, uh, who are facing challenges at this point in time. We are living in a very difficult and tumultuous time and men are going to and fro and there are many things which we do not have answers for. But Jesus has said, peace I live with you, not as the world gives. So I pray that that peace which surpasseth all understanding, that it may be granted unto all of us. Be with the children, be with the Grown-ups, be with all of us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Thank you dear friend, for tuning in. And we would like to leave, to leave you with a beautiful song in closing. Thank you so much. And may God bless you. Change my heart, oh be like